A Creative Life acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we record this podcast on, the Gumbangya and Gubby Gubby people. We pay our respects to the elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Welcome to A Creative Life with Castella and Samantha Lawrence. I'm Cal. And I'm Sam, and we like to think of ourselves as your creative business bestie. This podcast is all about living your best creative life. We're here to guide you through the ups and downs of life as a creative entrepreneur, all whilst following your intuition and listening to your soul whispers. Let's dive in. Hey, Cass. Hey, Sam. How are you going? Oh, good. I'm so good. How are you? Really, really good on this, like really gloomy rainy day outside actually at the moment for a summer's day but it's, it feels really beautiful it's better than all the crazy heat we've had which you've probably been feeling yes i actually felt the same this morning i woke up to the sound of rain and it was just like pure relief <laughs> I just, and that's weird because i love the sun but i was like yep i need some relief from the heat <laughs> yeah and how are you feeling in your pregnancy I'm very good, thank you. Yes, I'm um, just, yeah, definitely feeling the heat more and feeling very, like, swollen and big and strange. In your third trimester. <laughs> yes, yep, uh, but, yes, feeling good, feeling lots of kicks all the time. So oh, that's, that's really so fun. Oh, that's so good. I feel like they're with us today. Like, there's four of us here today. Yes, yes, podcast. so cool. And we have just had something very very exciting happen because yeah. we finally met each other in person finally <laughs> we finally got to hug each other which yes. is very emotional actually at the time it was it was it was so beautiful so because it wasn't I, um, just us it was our like our it was family. your partner and it was my family so it was like our worlds coming together. Yes. So, so good. But, like, you know, it felt like we knew each other already, right? But Oh, totally. Yeah. Because we don't. Because we do. And we see yeah. each other all the time. We talk all the time. But, um, yeah, just sharing that energy together in person is just a whole nother level, isn't it? It was. It was so special. When I when I left Noosa, I was sad. I was like, I don't know when I'll see Cass in person again. I want to see her all the time. <laughs> I know. We need to live closer. <laughs> but it's so cool how you can, um, like, the power of the internet. Like, we, you know, have known each other for so long on here, and yet when we were in person, it felt exactly the same. So oh, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so easy, so good. Yeah. yeah connected us on a whole nother level so very cool yes that was amazing and yes I'm excited for today though yes we have a really special guest today so um I'm gonna give a little story soon but when I met Cass in Noosa recently I actually made like a bit of a little baby moon out of it and we um so Nick and I just spent time in Palm Woods then in Noosa and then in Byron on the way back it's a beautiful trip. It was an epic trip, by the way. It was an epic trip, right? You like, were just like gallivanting up the coast and yes. staying at these amazing places. It was amazing. I went from having COVID to like the best holiday ever. Oh, yeah. It was like yes, a big it difference. It was, yes. Because, <laughs> of course, I did the solo where you were. Yes, yeah, it was crazy. crazy. Yeah, pretty knocked around. So that was like an amazing. But how good that you got better for that trip though oh so lucky the timing was literally like I just got better like the day before we had to leave so it was perfect and on the way back when we stopped in Byron we revisited one of our favorite all-time favorite accommodations called 28 degrees which um has a really special story to it and meaning to it um relating to our guest today so our guest today is bernadette summers so let's welcome her to the room hi bernadette hey bernadette hi sam hi Cass. uh welcome we are so happy that you are here thank you for being here thank you for having me absolute pleasure so I'm going to share the story of how we came to know each other, Bernadette, for our listeners, um, which is really 
special story. Um, very, uh, yeah, quite profound in my journey of my spiritual journey that I've had. So uh, I just mentioned that we revisited some accommodation called 28 Degrees in Byron. Uh, I stayed there back in 2019, 2019, yes. And <clears throat> it was my first trip after I had been really sick for about 18 months and through that period of sickness I had like quite an awakening basically like I was at home alone all the time and it made me go within and really really deep and things were happening that I couldn't push away anymore you know the spirits were coming back the messages were coming and I had successful quite successfully tried to push them away for a good <laughs> 10 years or so but it was when I, I suppose in that vulnerable place of sickness I couldn't push it back anymore and I finally uh, was feeling well again we had this trip to Byron we stayed at this accommodation and I was reading The Alchemist at the time and in The Alchemist it really tells you to look out for signs so I was really in that zone of like looking out for signs and in this accommodation every single room I went to like every day we stayed there I would see this book <laughs> this book is called Yoke it's written by Bernadette Summers and so the housekeeper must have been moving it every day like to a new spot and so every day it would be in a new spot and I would see it again like it was like this beacon of light just like hello <laughs> look at me <laughs> like trying to like jump out and it got to like the second or third day and I was like, I think I should like pick this book up. Like it keeps looking at me. So I picked it up and by the time I picked it up, it was the last day that we were staying there and I read the first maybe chapter um, and I read the back and I was like, oh, okay, I meant to read this book. Um, and I went to the bookshop in Byron and went to look for the book and it wasn't anywhere on the shelves. So I went up to the counter and I said, do you have this book? And the guy looked at me like so confused. And he was like, how do you have that book? Like, how do you know about this book? I think I'd taken a photo and I showed him a photo of it. And he pulled it from behind him, like it, on the counter. <laughs> and he's like, the author just dropped this off like a few days ago. We haven't even priced it or put it on no, the shelves it's yet. Amazing. <laughs> like, it's not for sale yet. Uh, but sure, I could sell it to you. <laughs> I'm like, yes, please. I would love to buy this book. So I bought the book. I took it back home to Melbourne and I read it very um, quickly within a couple of days. And I vividly remember the night that I finished it. I stayed up late, um, finished reading it. And two um, spirits came as clear as day, like more clear than they had in so, so long. Um, and it was two of my friend's mothers that had passed away. So um, separate people. One of them I hadn't spoken to in eight years. Um, that was her mother. And the other one it was one of my best friends. It's actually her husband's mother. So they both came through. It was so strong. And I did have that immediate like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. <laughs> and I went to the bathroom and I put the light on. I looked at the mirror like, am I okay? Like, is it me? Do I look the same? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> um, and Nick's just like snoring his head off like nothing's happening, uh, which also made me feel good that he was being normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, I, and I collected myself and I came back to the van. I lay down. I thought, okay, this is this is it. I cannot push this away anymore. I cannot. Mm. And and from that moment, that's when I connected with my friend, Lucy Doherty. If you know my story, you would have heard this before, but um, it's her. I hadn't talked to her in eight years and it was her that I told the message. I passed on the message from her mother. Mm -hmm. I called her up after eight years and she's the one that then said to me, um, if you need some help with boundaries, here is a teacher for you. You should try this. And from that point, I, you know, studied it. I harnessed this. I set boundaries and began this journey of doing this daily mm -hmm. and opening up to it. So that book, Yoke, had a profound, <laughs> profound influence on my life. Mm -hmm. And that was written by Bernadette. So Yes, here we are. That is the story. That's how we know each other. And I'm so glad to have you here, Bernadette. Oh, I'm so 
I'm so honoured and grateful to hear that story because that just makes the whole process of writing a book and coming out of a spiritual closet and finding the courage to, you know, say that we are all surrounded by signs and synchronicities and if we can just tap into that, um, it can just be so life-changing. And I think when you write a book, you know, it's funny because I, I took, I went up to stay at 28 degrees, the same as you, Sam, and I took 10 copies of Yoke with me. I really wanted to get my book into the book room, which I thought was the spiritual hub of a very spiritual place in Byron. And when I took my book in, the bookshop owner was just very blasé and really not interested. And I really felt he'd lost the zest for new books and the inspirations that bring them through and that whole creative process. So I went back to 28 Degrees a bit disheartened. I left him a book, but, you know, I, I didn't think he was going to stop Yoke. I went back to the beautiful lady at 28 Degrees who said, I have nine rooms and I'll, I'll buy nine books. How and I had nine left. Oh. And she had lost her husband suddenly in an accident and um you know she resonated with the stories of feeling that departed loved ones were still close so beautiful deb put a copy of yoke in each room and it just warmed my heart realizing that books will land with the right people they don't have to be bought from a bookshop and there are forces governing who your book will land with if you stay in the process of writing them and and not worry so much about the outcomes and you know those three-dimensional issues that we worry about the sales and what bookstores they're in and all of those incidentals which really when you think about it this book was channeled it came through me to me it's talking about our departed loved ones that still guide us and if they could guide me to write a book, I'm certainly guiding who the book lands with. It's not, you know, I'm not running this show. I'm guided and supported. And, um, yeah, so when you um, emailed me, Sam, with that story, I, I think I cried. You know, it just was that sigh of, oh, this, this, is, this is doing what it's meant to do and it's landing with who it is meant to land with and that's, all I have to worry about, you know. So that is so yeah, beautiful. It's a beautiful it's story. A, yeah, and such a beautiful message, Bernadette. Because every creative should feel like that in every, you know, in, in any medium that they feel called to create in, right? Like writers, photographers, artists. Like, you know, if we allow ourselves to be that conduit. For it to come through it doesn't you don't have to control the how and the outcome and and who's who's it going to land with who's going to see it you know and get so caught up in that and just allow it to come through like it's yes. it's everything <laughs> it's so such it's the main component of the whole bloody process yes <laughs> it so is and we so get caught up in the the insignificant details of it. Um, I've just released a second book called Beat, which is how to hear the music of your heart. And through a lifetime of, you know, having losing my grandmother, having miscarriages, having son, an adult son with depression and all the full gamut of the highs and lows of having a physical life, I never quite realised I... I got a piano for my uh, for a milestone birthday. It's in my bedroom, and I would go to my piano, sit at that piano, and with no warning, a song would come through, just come through. Like I've never learnt to play the piano. It would have chords, it would rhyme, it would have words, and it was spirit coming through me in song. In oh. and um, I would press record on my phone and then I would go back and listen to these songs and they were so helpful and so healing and I didn't realize that I was being gifted 
a way to process my grief. Yeah. But for oh, 15 years I kept these songs so I, I couldn't share them. It was like walking down the street naked. They, they were so yeah. intensely <laughs> private. And then only a few years ago I said to my husband, I need to share these songs because my grief yeah. is the collective's grief. Someone else yeah. there will have had a son with depression, a, a painful miscarriage or lost a loved one and these songs are healing. So I, I was writing beat and I went and got my songs recorded and I put them all together. And, um, you know, it, it, that was writing a book and putting your words in print is, particularly spiritual words, is one level of exposure and vulnerability. Singing your painful, raw songs is, <laughs> is a completely a whole new level. Um, <laughs> But um, I am just so, I'm actually really proud that the quiet show. I've listened to them and they're so beautiful. Your voice is so beautiful. Like, have you been a singer before? Like, have you sung before? Like, your voice is just so gorgeous. Yeah, so I, I this is the crazy thing. I mean, I, I love to sing and, and I guess with, with the the premise of the book yoke was like the qualities that you are meant to express in this lifetime they're in your yoke they're you're born with them they're in the blueprint that of you if you can just step into that and embody that and go with the process of it and not overthink it not be scared of judgment or you know being misunderstood or you know they are the gifts they're not only your gifts i think they're the gifts of everyone that's been before you that their light wants to be continuing on in your light because light is source and it's everyone's. And if you can get out of your head, out of your mind, out of your ego and go, I'm just going to use that light, bring something into physical form, do what I love to do, use the qualities of my yoke, and that in itself is enough. That process is beautiful, it's uplifting, it's what my soul wants to do. And where that lands, where the songs land, where the books land, where my words land, really is none of my business. None of your business. Mm -hmm. But I'm like cheered on by generations of people that perhaps didn't get to write or didn't get to sing or want the continuance of their light through my light. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, so once I kind of got that concept, I could let go of worrying whether someone thought I was kind of crazy releasing an album at this stage in my life, you know, because they will anyway. People will judge you whether you do it, you don't do it, whether you show up, you know. So I just um, thought that's always going to be there. I'm making my way around that and I'm going to get just lost in love of the process of letting spirit comes through me to me and I get to birth these beautiful creative inspirations which is kind of what we're here to do oh my gosh I love that so much I want to dive so much deeper on that I'm going to go right back to the beginning Bernadette because we dove straight into such a juicy conversation oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no don't be sorry oh my gosh we love it love it love it love it um tell us about you so you are what you do you have a beautiful family you have these amazing books um yeah I know it's it's so hard to sum up your whole life in a few sentences but um introduce yourself to us well I think first and foremost I'm I'm a mum you know I'm a mum of of four children um I started my life as a physiotherapist um really wanting to look at the body I progressed from that to look at the mind and became a meditation teacher. And then I probably had um, a spiritual awakening maybe 10 years ago. I, you know, there's different types of awakenings. There's the one like Sam that had that kind of, you know, um, big reality check moment or some illness or sickness or something that kind of makes life unfold for you. Mine was not like that. It was just a slow kind of slow burn I call it my I get called burn so it's it's very (laughs) fitting that it was kind of slow and later in my life I think my younger self was plagued with um you know body image issues and 
um, poor self-worth. And I don't think I could have managed the spiritual aspect of channeling and mediumship when I was younger. So I think I was always meant to awaken later in life when I finally stepped into finding love and self-acceptance. But the meditation was the gateway to um, um, hearing, clear audience of hearing spirit talk to me, um, probably the death of my grandmother whose anniversary was 10 years ago yesterday, so it's very fitting. So she is Ellen, the story of Ellen in Yoke and um, the song Go to Sleep on my soundtrack was written for her probably the first um, time when I realised that these songs that were coming through me had so much um, power and momentum they needed to be put out to help people. I had visited my nan. She was, um, you know, on her way out but her body was failing but her mind wasn't and I just felt such sadness that she couldn't choose her departure date. I came home and I really poured my emotion out into my piano, press record and said, you know, it's all right now, go to sleep, you've done your time, you've had enough. And the song just came through and, um, you know, that's her song. And she's one of the main voices that I hear with my Claire audience. Um, I was even having a chat to her yesterday and she (laughs) helps me so much. And, um, yeah, but uh, I hear spirit, so I'm a channel and I develop those mediumship skills. Um, I started off pretty slowly offering that as a service, like you, Sam, you know, my friends, relatives would come through. I felt very um, not uncomfortable, but, you know, um, opening up those doors for people is a very personal thing and... Yeah, uh, I wanted to, to do that with the utmost respect mm. and pass on the healing of the, the departed person's message. But I didn't want to cause them unnecessary grief to go mm-hmm. back and revisit. Yes. So I Absolutely. found that quite a difficult thing to do. And, and again, mm-hmm. like you, Sam, had to find the boundaries for that. And then slowly over years I've I've found my little safe space with it all so I offer what I call intuitive guidance so sometimes that comes through I call it like life talking like life wants you to know that you know you 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 need to love yourself more or sometimes it will come through in the essence the voice the mannerisms of a departed loved one and you know spirit is so clever they they give exactly to me and I'm just the tube the conduit exactly what will land best with a person in the resonance that they will understand um and um yeah I love 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 this work yeah wow yeah so yeah I'm an intuitive mentor I do this intuitive guidance and through the process of opening up to men um to meet meditation and mediumship um words come through me so I literally sat on the edge of my bed and wrote yoke in six months freehand um beat very much the same and just paired it with the songs uh and and I found great joy and fulfillment from um you know being being a channel but I, I do think that you know this is light but it has to be in physical form it has to be in some vessel and and I have to Mm. show up as me and take ownership of that yes this is my book and my songs Mm. um they come from source but they can't be here unless I kind of take action and so I'm proud of that aspect of them too without having any attachment to the ego of it I think that's that's my perfect balance (laughs) trying to find (laughs) you know, enough um, courage and conviction and belief and trust to allow that process to happen through me and allow it to be in my name, in my, a part of my yoke, part of my blueprint, but understanding that everyone's offerings are 
from everything and everyone that's ever been and, and was and will be um, because it's all light and that's all source and that's the most beautiful way to create. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. <laughs> it is. It sounds so like, you know, when we hear you say that and everyone hears you say, like, hears you say that like that, it resonates on a really deep level, you know? Like we're like, yep, we get it. We need to trust. We need to have the courage to step forward and allow whatever's coming through to come through and know that that's enough and that's what that's what was meant to come through. But it is so hard on a physical so level hard. to do that. Yeah. Like it's everyone's so like, I get it. I get yeah. it. I theoretically get it. Yeah. <laughs> why can I not put my ego aside? When I like, why can I not com- put, put comparison, comparisonitis aside, judgment aside, all these things aside that says I'm not enough, that says I'm going to be judged, that says I'm not going to be good enough, I'm not going to make enough money, I'm not going to blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, like it's yeah. that that is just like this big shadow and roadblock that is just so hard to, to move through yeah with trust you know roadblocks and obstacles don't go away but you have to just find a way around them you know i have you know full disclosure here i have some of my closest friends but do not mention that aspect of me don't even mention my book we will go out for dinner and that book my books are like my babies yeah (laughs) it's like your son and daughter or sam your baby on the way they hold oh they're they're just like everything to me and to to sit with someone that doesn't understand how they what they mean to you and doesn't you know I, I I grapple with this a lot too and I got some guidance from spirit and they're going if if it is not worthy of their time and consideration it is not worthy of your time and consideration. And I was like, whoa, like I, I, I should not be focusing on that because it's my direction is over here with the Samanthas of this world that the book lands with through, through a process that's not in my control and it's a catalyst for her ascending and awakening further and stepping in and embodying her spiritual aspect so you know it's like they're just you can't make everyone be of the same resonance of you you can't make people understand what you understand and something that i read very recently that which really resonated with me is that a lot of people that are light workers or work in the spiritual realm or or, you know, creative inspiration. So trying to step into and embody the gifts that come through are imprinted a little bit with past lives of this persecution imprint that mm-hmm. it feels, you know, because it's it's different work. So if we have had past lives where we have dabbled in the spiritual realm or we've been light workers in any way, shape or form, we have all of us, this collective almost persecution imprint where it's hard to come out of the spiritual closet for fear of being misunderstood, judged, burnt at the stake, you know, like, a, like you know, witch wounds, whatever you like to call it. It's that um, collective kind of consciousness of feeling we're going to get it in the neck if we come forward. Yeah. And so there's remnants in, I believe, the souls of all of the people here in this time that are trying to, in their own way, by being themselves, kind of raise the consciousness, raise the collective consciousness. So I always say to spirit, why, you know, why is it so hard? Why do I care so much about what they think? Why why is it so hard to step forward and say, yeah, I'm a medium. Yeah, I talk to my grandmother, you know, It feels very hard and I think it is this, this remnant of this obstacle that we all have to navigate our way around because it's the, it's not going to go away unless we move through it in the sense of 
embodying our light, embodying what we're here to do, and knowing that that kind of little fear of being misunderstood, judged, um, outed, um, called batshit crazy, excuse my language, yeah. is, is always just there as this little density that we have to, it is that roadblock, Cass, that you talked about. It's on the road. It's not going away. So we just go, I'm going around that. Yeah, and it's like choosing your direction, right? So it's like I, am, I like visualise it as the roadblock's over there on that path. So I'm going to go down this path. And it reminded me when you were talking about like, you know, people who don't ask you about your book because I'm sure Sam feels the same with some people in her life and me too, like with my art and things like that. Um, but I sort of had this time just yesterday where I really sat with like the concept of time. And I do a lot of thinking while I was driving and I was driving along and I was just like time and especially as a mom, time is so precious like we and we get to choose where our time is spent and who our time is spent with and you know how much time we spend worrying and how much time Mm -hmm. we spend worrying about what other people think think Mm -hmm. of us and that just you know like I think about like if someone also like if you don't talk about what it is that you love I also feel that you are doing the people that need to hear it a disservice, right? Like exactly what you're talking about with your book. If you don't put it out into the world, what about the people who do want to see it and the people who are waiting for that and who need that? And the same with like if I heard you talking about mediumship and I'd be like, talk to me, talk to me, I want to know more, I want to know more. (laughs) But it's like if if you didn't talk about it because it's fear of judgment, then it's like who's missing out on that? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, yeah. there's so many different ways of looking at it, but I think that there's like it's that constant um, trying to remind yourself. I think that's like, you know, when we don't like I can't say that I'm a medium and that I consciously talk to spirits. I definitely like can listen to my intuition and all that sort of thing. But I think maybe when that's not a big part of your life, you have to somehow have these other tools and reminders to help you move past those so-called robots. Yes. It's 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 fear it and do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know it what? Is, it is. It, yeah. Face um, the fear, yeah. Yeah. But it is hard. I do think it's good, though, to hear that, um, like, from you, Bernadette, and, you know, I've shared it before too, like, we we live lives that are very connected to spirit um that's how we embody our life but we are still human and so we still have these exact doubts and feelings <laughs> and roadblocks that everybody else feels yeah i think that's just a really beautiful reminder as well yeah you don't get out of it that easily no <laughs> no <laughs> And that's where the the greatest learnings come because that's, you know, overcoming the fear and the judgment is where I feel where I've fully stepped more into myself and also making peace with letting people, you know, letting my friends and family and whomever meet me where they're at and be okay with that. Like I don't don't really need anything outside of myself. I don't need your validation or your approval or your, I don't need you to buy my book. I don't need you to even talk about it. You can meet me exactly where you're at, but I'm not going to hide that part of me to make you feel more comfortable with me. Mm -hmm. This is who I am and it's another color of my rainbow and I like Mm. that color. I, I love that colour and I, I'm not going to just hide that so you feel better because you like my red and blue and you don't like my green. I love my green. Mm. Oh, um, I'm so glad you said this. Like, it, you know, this just applies to anyone listening. Like mm-hmm. if you're starting a business for the first time and people are doubting you or mm-hmm. you just love to paint, you love to take photos and people just think, you know, that it's not good enough or your art isn't good enough, like just doesn't matter what they think if you love it and you love that part about you that's what matters 
Yeah. And then in turn that allows others to see that and then that gives others permission to do the same. Yes. Because they might be like, oh, you know, like they might have parts of their life that they don't want to share or they feel, you know, they're hiding away. But then that gives them permission to go, oh, it's safe to be myself. Yeah. And when, I guess with yoke, I was trying to say, you're actually born with it. It's in your soul's blueprint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's such a waste if you don't um, utilise those skills and talents and blueprint in this lifetime. You you might have more lifetimes you get to try again, but, like, you know, if you love to create art, why wouldn't you just be immersed Do in it. the process and yeah. not worried about the outcome? It It's kind of you're meant to um, express that self and the roadmap of yoke was to say really and first and foremost, to get to that point of expressing your yoke, first you have to love it. And it, we are so continually brought back to that because when we really have love and, and acceptance of ourselves and who we are in all facets and love, love the green, not just the blue and red, then we can express whatever's in there, whatever feels innate, whatever wants to come through. And remember, as generations of people that have gone before us that want to be expressed through us, you know, you yeah. tap into your intuition. Where do those ideas come from? An idea for a book or a beautiful painting or, you know, a song. The creative inspirations are waiting in the wings for people to take. They're not theirs. They become theirs when they are through the physical form, which is them. That's the only way it can happen. Otherwise, they're just floating around in the cosmos waiting for someone to put their hand up and say, I'll take it. So, you know. Yes. Do it. You know, I always say if you can't do it for yourself, do it for all of them. You know, do yeah. it. For- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Takes the pressure off of it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't me, it was them. Yeah, it was them. <laughs> <laughs> so Bernadette, you've spoken beautifully about yoke and beat um, a lot through this discussion. But could you just clearly um, for anyone listening, just share with us what each book is about, where the names come from and what they are. Yeah, so again, uh, Yoke came through, I was I used to run Perfect Balance wellness classes which were with um, women doing mind, body, spirit kind of alignment, started as Pilates and, um, and I added a meditation component. I was literally dropped the kids off at school, was driving home and thinking what would be a good theme for the meditation and I just thought of a yoke under the shell. It was that simple. Um, And I did the meditation saying, you know, just come inside to the beautiful gold soft centre of you and that's what really matters and let that shine out. And it kind of landed. The women would make yoke jokes to me for many weeks and going, oh, you know, I love my yoke and um, I joked and said I'm going to write a book about that and it kind of just grew wings Um, because I have a daily process of writing um, which I started 10 years ago I just put pen to paper and 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 I write what I hear and it's me and it's spirit and it's intuition it's higher guidance it's all bundled in together and um, within six months I had yoke and again, who am I to write a book? Um, you know, I, I had one lady once say to me after I published it, she said, who are you to write a book? Oh, no. wow. Yeah. Okay. I said, um, when you pick up a, 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 a pen and you write, you're a writer. And if you publish that book, you're an author. And I did yep. that. Yeah. Oh, I hate Done. that you have to, like, even answer that question. Yeah, I know. someone asked you that. Yeah, but, know. You know, that's that's just what you come up against. I'm just going, you know. know. You're not my person. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Um, so um, that's how yoke evolved. Uh, it was based on the metaphor of what's within. And I yeah. thought it was really pertinent with, you know, I have a, a Um, four children but my daughter's 23 and at that time you know the shell and how we appear and all of that is so important so I just say you've got a beautiful yoke and let that shine through and people will love you because your inside shines through the outside 
I just thought it was such a great metaphor. I actually wrote a children's book as well, to, but I've never, I haven't released that yet. But I, I think in kindergarten they could be saying, Do "Don't worry about the yes. shell." Yeah, yeah, because it's such a simple. It's got a beautiful frequency to it. it. <laughs> <laughs> With young kids, it's so important. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in, in yoke, I had the opportunity to put in the stories of departed loved ones that are given signs. And that was the special bit for me. I really wanted to say this happens to me. It helps me enormously. I believe it could help you. And if you open up to it, it will happen for you. Um, and reading about it will help to open that portal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, that was big at the time because I hadn't really talked about that with many people. So again, I was kind of really proud <laughs> that I, I did that. And yeah, um, amazing. You know, but again, um, you know, a, a full disclosure here, but a very close <laughs> loved one who, um, a member of the family, um, my husband said to her, I won't say who she was, and go, What do you think of yolk? And this person said, I don't like eggs. Oh, <laughs> she's going, oh Excuse me? Wow. Excuse me. <laughs> Have you read it? Um, so, I mean, this Has is. Have you this, read it? Well, um, don't know. <laughs> I would have assumed so. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I, I just have to laugh it off. So that was yoke. That's how that came yoke. through. I like the concept of the the four letter word. That sounds rude, doesn't it? But just um, I, I see it. words. <laughs> I see words I as codes. Yes. So when um, spirit give me guidance, then, you know, I have to write a word on my journal in capital letters. I see words in words. I see meanings behind them. And that's just how spirit work with me. So beat was very much the same. And I could see my name, Bernadette, has beat in it. And it felt very much like mm. beat was part of me and my name and my namesake. Mm. Um, and I said to my husband 25 years ago, if I didn't do something with singing in my lifetime, I would be really disappointed in myself. It felt like that was in my yoke. Yeah. Um, and so the fusion of my two great loves of writing and singing in a book, um, you know, just makes me so happy. And I say the only good thing that came out of COVID was the QR code, which I've put into the book. So you read the chapter and then you you put your phone to the QR code and it goes to Spotify and plays the song. So it's that so cool. complete immersive experience of words and tones to land with your soul as a gateway mm. to your soul, really. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's like choosing between your kids. I was so excited <laughs> about Yoko now. I'm so excited about Beat. But, um, again, you know, um, they will land where they're meant to and, um, you know, I hear the most beautiful stories that someone played the song Go to Sleep to a lady in a nursing home who was, you know, passing. Mm. And the lyrics of the song were giving her permission to go, like, it's all right, you've done your time, you've had enough, you've run the race, yeah. you know, go in God's grace. And if I died tomorrow, that story and that moment would be enough for me yeah. and make it all worthwhile of, yeah. of releasing the song That's yeah. that epitomises what the music means to me and how I who I would like it to land with and how I would yeah. like to land, even if though it's not in my control. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so Beat is, uh, the chapters are named after existing songs that have had special meaning in my life and they tie in with my songs. But it's also um, to let the reader know that music is another way for spirit to communicate with you. So, um, you know, I can be in the shower and I am singing some random song I, I'm not even aware I'm singing it. And then when I consciously um, mm -hmm. go and read the lyrics, 
They are so pertinent to my life and what's going on. And it's just another channel for, for spirit to um, pass on guidance. And um, they're also songs are reminders of departed loved ones. So, you know, a departed loved one might have a special song they played at the wake or played at the yeah. funeral or was their yeah. favourite song. And, you know, if that comes on synchronistically at a time on the radio when you're thinking of that person, um, that's that's Meant significant. Yeah. 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 So Yoke was showing all the other signs and ways that spirit can um, show that they're still present and Beat was using the music to show that it's a conduit to love and light. It brings you back to heart. Yeah. And um, and really the, the uh, emission of your magnetic field from your heart, the resonance of your heart, sending love out is what connects you to the light that's pouring into the cosmos from everyone that has been and gone before us and everyone that will ever be. And they're both waves. Yeah. So sound is waves and light is waves and they merge here. And if music brings you back to your heart for whatever, you know, like if it's something that's stored there, some grief that's not being processed or some loss that you're feeling again, the light and the love merge and it, that happens in your heart. So I think people think that beat is a book about music, which it is, but it's really about the heartbeat because the beat mm-hmm. is, and you'll love this, Sam, because I'm carrying a baby, but, you know, the first sound that your baby will hear is the beat of your heart. That is mm-hmm. the, the first music that is ever played and that is so beautiful and significant because it's heart-to-heart connection, it's heart-to-heart resonance. Mm. So the beat is much more than music, much more than heart. It is the place where love and light merge. And um, I guess the, the writing I'm doing and the singing I'm doing is where love and light merge. And I'm just bringing through what love wants to come through and what light wants to come through. That would be it in a nutshell. (laughs) Beautiful. Amazing. And, yeah, because you're honouring that and putting that out there, like you say, it's almost like this it keeps feeding back to you. Like it's almost like you're honouring it so it's giving you more. You're honouring it so it's like that's how it sounds as well. Yes. Well, that's that's the principle, really, isn't it? The more um, love you emit, the more light you hold. Mm-hmm. And the, if you yeah. hold more light, you emanate more love. And yeah. <laughs> I, I think that is the ripple effect of being you without even having to yes. do anything creative. I yeah. think that's that puts you into the slipstream of then um, light coming through you in inspirations yeah. and your intuition to be able to be brought into physical form. Um, And spirit always remind me, and I think this is really important for anyone releasing any creative inspiration is that, no, I just have a book here, but they say, when you wrote this, it was filled with light and that light can never be diminished because you, you called on light and you brought light into physical form. So it doesn't matter if that's opened up 100 years from now or next week. It doesn't matter if it sits dusty in a bookshelf and you feel, oh, it's a dud. The light is contained in its uh, energy, in its words. It holds light and it holds your light. And trust that. And if you trust that and let that go, then it will land on whatever timeline, with whomever needs it, and divine timing. Yeah. And if, if I'm continually reminded of that, I can let go of any other human worry about um, where it, how it's doing and, you know, all of that. So I think that would be really good advice for anyone that wants to put any offering forward that's come through the creativity of their own yoke yep. through their own yep. gifts, that it's going to hold light. If your heart is open, you're doing it through love, you're expressing your yourself, it will hold light. 
in, in, in some yeah. capacity and that's all that matters. And light reaches light. <laughs> 100%, 100%. I love that so much. And what does your work day look like, Bernadette? Because you've written these two beautiful books and, you know, it's <laughs> creative entrepreneurship is, you know, up, down, sideways, <laughs> um, every which way. Um, how does that look for you at the moment, like when you wake up and what does what do your days and weeks look like um, running this business with selling your books and your mediumship and everything like that? Yeah, I always say that spirit has my diary or my organisational yeah. planner. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I really don't know what each day will bring and I just um, try to trust that, which is hard for a Virgo. <laughs> Ooh, that would be challenging for you. <laughs> it really is. Um, my, my day starts with my my practice of writing so I, I you know I make a cacao drink I put my diffuser on I use my oils I sit and write and I um, get guidance insights and then I often turn what I've heard into words and I do an Instagram post is my <laughs> it's almost like my community service. I know people think it's marketing and she's trying to sell books, but it isn't. I'm, I just feel so lucky to receive guidance from spirit. I think if it helps, I share it. So I usually, I don't do that every morning, but most mornings I'll share something. Um, and then through that, I feel that is a thread to clients that might need me. And again, I don't run that show um i trust that spirit and their intuition and their higher guidance God, that resonate with me i i might need to see this woman or have some intuitive guidance um so i i see clients at home and by facetime i did that um more during COVID, where they couldn't be in my home yeah but I sit to write. So if someone says, I, I don't know why, but I think I need to see you, I sit to write and I write 10, 12 pages of what I hear. And it's like, mm -hmm. I, I say it's like life talking to them, life saying, mm -hmm. um, look, I know you're busy, but you need to prioritise this. Uh, Liz, this is not going to wait. Sorry, I'm tuning <laughs> into you, Cass. <laughs> yeah, that sounded right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I just know, and I, I don't have to know the person, but I know their soul and I know what life or spirit wants them to know. And you know the eyes of the window, the soul. So when I deliver this message, they look at me like, how are you? you're talking to me, <laughs> you know, you're talking to my soul. Um, <laughs> um, but I don't know. Some weeks I could have a few, some I will have none. Um, I've recently had my house painted and spirit didn't give me any clients while my house was being painted and then it yeah, all started again. That. So I just I just trust. I don't think about the income, to be honest. I suppose my husband works, so I'm, I, I, I'm very grateful that it's not a reliance and I don't have to hustle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, but even if I did have to hustle, I would try not to because I feel the hustling to get work and to sell actually uh, interferes with the process. Yeah. Um, so, but it does, as you might know, Sam, it does sort of take it out of you. So I do have to mm. reground. I won't do more than one a day. Um, I need to get out in nature after. Um, because um, someone once said to me that channeling is like going for a 10K run, that it does um, exhaust yeah. your nervous system. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of magnesium and I love cacao to up my magnesium and my minerals is really important to just keep my perfect balance, <laughs> which is my yeah. business name. So I don't know, Cass, I could have, you know, people next week or not people next week. I... I'm not attached to it. I say to spirit, I'm happy to work for you, but I don't. I, I want to maintain the balance in my life. And, you know, you can negotiate these things. I love that. It's like a conversation with a boss. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, yeah this is how, <laughs> these are the terms and conditions of how I work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. Love it. That because, you know, um, you're helping, you're helping yeah. people. And, um, yeah. 
spirit always remind me we can't have you doing this unless you are in balance so yeah um, I have to come back and feel whole myself and, and I'm I'm often you know when I go back to old patterns or I worry about stuff that doesn't matter I'm continually reminded come back to wholeness come back to yeah. you come back to your balance um just be more empowered to say no I'm not doing that today or um, that's too much for me or you know just realizing how I roll and what works best for me and enables me to do this work so I'm now much more yeah. assertive even in my personal life to sort of say I'm going home early or I'm I'm you know I'll two drinks tonight is is enough for me or I don't yeah. want a late night and you know just be a bit more empowered to go I you know I have to roll <laughs> and it has to roll for me and um I can't melt myself down and blend in and uh, drain my energy doing other things that will keep you happy but won't keep me in my balance in order to do this kind of light work. Um, and that, that was a big lesson for me because I used to be, you know, not very assertive and a bit quiet. Yeah. But I'm a bit more kick-ass now. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> more empowered and more I know what I know my truth I know what keeps me in perfect balance and I'm I'm going to do that and then from that I will be able to um, help where I can so yeah it's it's just prioritizing um, but spirit are very good because they don't have a full schedule I'm never overloaded um, <laughs> And, never burnt um, out that's good <laughs> yeah yeah not that's yet good. anyway so yeah can you share Bernadette from a business point of view mm-hmm. how I guess your business has looked and how it's evolved over the years so I guess that transition from being a physio and then Pilates and then the new offerings like how has that evolved from a business perspective yeah, I think when you're um, awakening, it's very hard to have a business model because the more you sit to meditate and channel and the more you awaken and ascend, it's like, you know, you lose layers and then something new is brought through. It's quite expediated and it's 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 a bit of a roller coaster, I think. So um, it's hard to um keep losing the layers and and um offering something more i think there's a it, there's a process involved or at least personally for me of grounding in and embodying in and processing your gifts and your new skills that come through spirit and trying them on yourself and your family and really getting to a place of wholeness with that before you offer that as a service. Um, So um, for the intuitive guidance, for instance, that was a real process of really sitting with it for quite some time before I offered it as a service. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, energy healing, you know, whether you're, teaching Reiki or you feel you have energy coming through your hands or it can be easy to jump in and go yeah I can do that I offer that um without having fully embodied it mm-hmm. in wholeness before you're offering it out I think that's where you can get a little bit unbalanced so but the more um work you do in the spiritual field uh, the more up-leveling that occurs, it feels like old practices fall away so quickly and then you have become something different and are offering something different. So it is a bit of a process and, and a, a challenging process. Some of the clients that I see for intuitive guidance are going through that themselves. So they're, they're awakening through kind of the spiritual mentorship that we are doing and they're up-leveling through the guidance that comes through. So 
you know, for instance, one lady's just released a wellness cookbook, but she's just sort of expediated and now ready to do healings. And that's happened very quickly. And the book is only just out, but it's just like that's a whole different um, layer to her that she's kind of up-leveled from. Yeah. So that can be a bit of a ride and something that you need to um, just process and embody and not be in any rush with because, you know, spirit, <laughs> they don't have any timelines. Everything is happening now. Yeah. And um, we're still stuck in timelines and we have to give ourselves the time and space to fully sit comfortably with something that we want to offer yeah yeah and it's in this day and age of social media and everything that's can be challenging with like the pace that everything seems to be going at and you know in the mind it's like you feel like you're being left behind and like so there's this race and this um and what you were saying then you know you can really transfer into any creative um, pursuit because if I think of painters, photographers, writers, like anyone in the creative space, it's not like we go, oh, I can paint and then you should offer exactly what you're painting right now. It's like mm. you need to sit with that process. You need to feel what's coming through because you can easily, especially with social media and the internet these days, you can easily take on influences from other things that you're not realizing you're taking on and just things like that and it's like yeah sit with it feel what really comes through practice it turn it into a practice and and then when you sort of know when you feel ready to go oh I can confidently offer this or I can or not even offer it share it like I can Mm. I can start sharing it now because I feel good about this and it feels like me in this um I think that's a really beautiful message for creatives and that sense as well yeah and I think Absolutely. with myself personally when I've tried to offer something thought yeah I can do that and kind of experiment with it sorry it hasn't really worked <laughs> out and it's a, been a reminder me to come back into the alignment and the energy signature of me and what I offer and go no actually we, we we you're first and foremost like a writer and and you know and, and maybe the singer but they're all lyrics they're they're words that's really where you're at so if I'm um, you know, thinking, oh, I can do that and I steer over there. It doesn't quite work out. And I, I don't see mm. that, you know, they say don't see it as rejection, see it as redirection. It's very true because mm. yeah. I think the things that work for you are lining up with not not only your yoke and the qualities of you but the your, your, your blueprint, your energy signature. So when it's all flowing, you know. So, Bernadette, this has been an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for your time. It's an hour has felt like five minutes with you. It's been so beautiful. Um, Just to finish us off, you've provided so much amazing advice already, but what could you leave our creative entrepreneurs with um, as, you know, some words of advice with, you know, the path that they're on at the moment? Mm Well, as I said, seeing words as code. So I'm seeing the two words emerge and merge. Mm. So I think merging with spirit, with your intuition, with your higher self, with life in what wants to come through you and emerge with that, knowing that it's you, spirit's working through you, you're guided, supported, you're loved, you're here to step into who you are and embody yourself. So I think if you see it as a, you know, a, 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 a dual process that yeah. life is supporting you and guiding you to emerge if you merge with life. I love that so much. It's so beautiful. It feels so supportive just hearing mm-hmm. that. It's like... Yes. Oh, like it's like this breath out, like I'm not doing this alone. It's like, yeah. The, yes. Yeah, it's so beautiful. That's such a beautiful message. Thank you so much for sharing that. Pleasure. So beautiful. We could talk for days. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> we could. We, could. <laughs> we really, really could. Do you want to actually share, Bernadette, with our listeners where people can find you? Yeah, sure. So um, my website is BernadetteSummers.com. 
And um, my Instagram or my um, social media is perfectbalancewellness underscore. Um, so, yeah, I share daily kind of channeled guidance or intuitive guidance or just things that I think might help um, on there. Um, and the services that I offer are on bernadettesummers.com. So, yeah, that's where you find me. Amazing. And on Spotify too. So yeah, if you, and on you know, Spotify. If you, wanted to, <laughs> if you wanted to listen to the songs, you know, just allow yourself to be guided because you'll probably click on one song that will talk to your soul and, um, yeah. yeah, and help in that way as well. So beautiful. Before we say goodbye, I have this card here that I did pull at the beginning, oh, but I felt needed to be read at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I always pull this with whatever, with the intention of resonating with the guest that's in front of us and their journey and their story. Yeah. And this, when I pulled it, I felt like was for you and, re- and representing your story, but also yeah. something that our listeners needed to hear. And so Mm -hmm. I think it will be a a nice way to end. Mm -hmm. And it is open your heart to the magic around you. (laughs) And it says, dear human, every second of every day is pure magic. If you choose to see it this way, the way seeds blossom into flowers, the way bees make honey from the pollen, the way your body turns vitamins into energy, the world you see is full of wonder. All which you feel but do not see is full of magic and mystery. Turn the ordinary into extraordinary. Choose to see the magic in everything around you. That's just so perfect. (laughs) So thank you so, so much for sharing with us today. We definitely could have talked forever. (laughs) 100%. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I love the conversations and I love connecting with like-minded women that are, you know, going through the same issues and I think it's so nice to support each other and, you know, through all our humanness and, yeah, Yeah. so I really really loved the hour, which went very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank you so much for your time. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on A Creative Life. If you'd like to hang out with us and our podcast community, come and join our free Facebook group where you can find your tribe and connect with like-minded creatives. Just head to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash A Creative Life Podcast Collective. You can also follow our creative lives on Instagram at Castella Design at Samantha Lawrence underscore. And of course, the podcast Instagram at A Creative Life Podcast. If you like today's episode and you want to hear more from us, we would love it if you subscribe and leave us a review. See you next time.